Hey, good, good evening, everyone. Facebook, YouTube, Periscope. Tonight's show, uh, we got a, a brother of mine, man, a, a friend, a Sahab, as I would say, as we would say, uh, you know, definitely uh, the pleasure to have him on the show is is definitely all mine. You know, um, sometimes you don't get the opportunity to be able to catch up to somebody that you you've known for a while because life has a way of taking everybody through different paths. But, uh, you know, the brother, we, 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 we remained in contact through social media and, um, I'm glad he could join us tonight. Um, this show was, uh, scheduled for the night. And I know that a lot of people, it's a lot of stuff going on, but it's definitely uh, paramount that, uh, this brother would be able to come on the show and to um, explain his experiences, uh, his personal experiences, and the thing that he does. Uh, I know him as Abu Asad. You know, his name is Roderick Murphy. But uh, what's going on, bro? Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum. Hey, um, explain to the audience <laughs> a, a bit about yourself, where you from, where you came from, where, you know, what, what it is you do. Okay, um, I'm from Newark, New Jersey. Um, I'm a licensed clinical drug and alcohol counselor, which is a LCADC. I'm licensed in the state of New Jersey. I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of New Jersey and in Pennsylvania. Um, I'm just gonna get like a short scenario. Um, I grew up in the streets. Um, I used to, I, used to, I was a trapper. You know, I, I drunk, I drunk alcohol. I, I, I smoked weed. You know, I dibble dabble in all types of lifestyle. I've been downstate several times. And, and, and you know, that's why, that's why I met the brother. At. It was, it was, yeah, that's that. We was talking about that. It was like 1999. And I remember I was going down my last bid, but, and I was going to do like a, like a three and a half. But when I met this brother and a couple of other brothers, that's what really like opened my eyes to, to, you know, I always was faithful in the Dean, but it really opened my eyes to my self worth. And and from a lot of the brothers I was around, especially through our team, and you know, a lot of other brothers, it I, I seen the purpose. And I was like, you know what? This is my last time going down, but when I come back out, I'll be better than what I was. I didn't know mm -hmm. quite what it was, but I knew I was gonna be better. <laughs> um I I went through and I was down, I was down in Southwoods. Southwoods State Prison was a different entity. You know, I I I seen racism. From 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 you know from the um, Caucasians and as well as from the African American officers was there. So you had so you so you was basically like Southwood had just opened up like two or three years prior and that you was there when it like was really breaking ground for the uh, for audience purposes. Southwood is a prison in New Jersey in Bridgeton, New Jersey, and when they first opened ground, Southwood the the guards had killed a lot of inmates down there and. Um, yes. The brothers explaining his experience when he first went to Southwood. Yes, when I got there, and 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 granted, Melbourne Bayside State Prison, they had a riot. I think a couple of years before that, so a lot of guards from there went to Southwood. So you had you had them guards from Bayside going to Southwood. You had them other ones there from there, and that was a big pandemic. So you had to really walk exclusively, as I say, in them areas because you didn't know who was foe or friend because he was because he's African American. That don't mean he was your he was Use your comrades. I'm talking about dealing with the officers. Mm -hmm. So you had to know how to navigate. But anyway, I, I was in um, a program there, 
and I was in a program. I think a program. I think a program. I've got the name of the program. They had a program inside the TC programs inside the prisons. So I went there and I graduated from there. They sent me to the halfway house. Then I came home in 2001. When I came in 2001, I was on a mission. I said, I'm going back to school. You know, I, I know what I wanted to be. I, I, I said, I was going to, I said, I want to get up in the sudden abuse aspect. So, you know, I went to, um, I went to Essex County Community College because prior to that, let me get a little scenario. Prior to that, I already had a lot of college experience. I went to Shaw University. I went to North Carolina State. I went to North Carolina A&T. Then I went to the military. I was in the military for um, three, maybe like three and a half years, almost three and a half years. That's when, you know, I was over there when the Berlin Wall came down. So I've seen a lot of different things. And, 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 and then when I came home, that's when I started indulging and back in the bull. You know, you know, you know that 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 addiction thinking, and that's that's what people don't understand. When it comes down to addiction, addiction is anything that will take care of your normal square of functioning. That, mm-hmm. and when I say that again, addiction is anything that takes off your normal form of your normal square of functioning. Because it could like people say, Oh man, I'm not addicted to I'm not addicted to drugs, I'm not addicted to um, you know, alcohol. Yeah, but but you're addicted to lying. You're addicted to stealing. You're addicted to womanizing. You could be addicted to work. You know, you know, you know, and, and don't see it and don't see it because one thing about addiction, addiction give you give you that that fake insight that you're enjoying yourself or you're running away from something. It's either or you join yourself, or you're running away from something. So so that's that's how that's how I, I seen it. You know, I didn't have no problem going back and forth down the state. But the last time I think I hit my my rock bottom, because I started thinking like, you know, I'm not going nowhere. I'm going downstate, coming home, getting back on my feet. But this mm-hmm. last time, I came up with a purpose. You know, I came with a purpose, and I started going to school. I got certified, and then as I'm going through, I'm seeing how. To, and I worked in a lot of different programs, a lot of different programs. And the best thing about hundred left, I even got a, a, a five-year contract working in the same programs that did in the, in the prisons. And I was actually working in two prisons that I was incarcerated in. I'm, I'm coming through the gate, I'm coming through the gate, the front way instead of coming through the back way. And officers looking at me, I was like, yeah, how you doing? Oh, what's gonna know it's Mr. Murphy now. How you doing? Can you pop these gates, please? I need to go see someone. And, and, <laughs> and right then and there, that's when I started saying progress. I was like, you know what, you, you made something out, you got a purpose. You got a purpose, you got a purpose. And from that, I went to, um. I went back to school. I graduated from um, ACC, um, Atlantic Cape Community College, and, and then and, and then from there. And since I had like a, a lot of um, community credit credits, uh, enough for a bachelor's and for and for for a master's, Lincoln University, which is located in, in you know Pennsylvania, they had mm-hmm. a program where if you if, where if you had enough credit. And anything like that, you, you, you can skip straight to a bachelor's, go right to a, to a master's program, and which is accredited. And I want people, everybody to know, the Link, Link University is accredited. It's, it's, it's accredited university, an ACBU university, and, and, and it's K-CREP now. So we, we're gonna put it, we're gonna play it, don't let nobody tell you no rumors or no factors about, <laughs> about Lincoln University. And so when I went there, th- that was a great experience too, because I started meeting people from all over you know not you know all over the, 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 like like from new york people was coming from new york people was coming down there because i was going to school on the weekend people was coming down to stand down there for weekends from connecticut trying to get this education and then when i graduated 
I it, it, it just like it just opened my eyes to a lot of opportunities. So I started working through different programs. Then then I started getting um then it seemed like my, my certification became a license. And it's a big difference between being certified and licensed. Because exactly. because 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 when you're certified, you you can give advice, you can give your opinion, but but you still don't have the power to implement certain things that you want to do. Because, you know, and I don't take a lot of programs wrong. A lot of people that work in the program, you might have some people that's licensed and certified. But to me, there was lacking that both sides of the, of the aspect. So, 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 like, we had discussed this before, but um, if a person says they want to start a program, like a reentry program, and they want to have a drug, alcohol aspect to their program, in order for them to get certified by the state of New Jersey, they would need somebody that's licensed on their staff or part of the facility. Um, um, it, okay. As long as someone is, is, how can I say, on staff in order to do the supervision piece of it, Okay. Because that's very important. That's very important. People understand. That's when I be trying to tell a lot of people that that that's going for their CADC and all that stuff like too. If you're working in a facility, you need to find out if someone there is licensed, is licensed that can supervise you because you can get yourself in trouble as a CADC uh, in a facility that don't got no one that can supervise you. And and you absolutely correct that do it there. You know, you 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 need someone. Okay, okay, that's just like now. I got my own private practice. Uh, you know, you know, my Lord is merciful. I ordered my private practice um, September first, twenty nineteen. By set by October the first, twenty nineteen, I was fully loaded. It's like it's like it's like it's it's like it's, it's like everything is growing. Just like right now, from Monday through Friday, I got like Monday through Friday is sixty clients guaranteed. I mean, I mean, we're going we gonna to definitely have a good interview today. Um, when you talk about that supervision that a person at a CADC needs, basically you just need to go over their casework, how they, how, how are they supervising clients and so forth. I mean, how, when you first got your license and you first um, had to basically supervise people, did you have your wow moment? Um, yeah, because because for me, coming from going through programs, going through treatment, sitting back, watching the aspect of what drugs do as I was selling it to them, and, 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 and on the aspect of me trying to remove myself from it. Because like I said, when, you know, you know I, I was addicted to, to you know, um, substance abuse. I, you know, I like to smoke when I was drinking, but, but I was addicted to that trapping, like, like, like that. It was calling me. You know, I went down state, come on, and it's calling me. So, 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 so when it came out to the supervision piece, people understand though, everybody that I had that I supervised, I supervised them differently. I had to find out their strengths and their weaknesses. And when I found out, they then see, yes, I knew what your strengths was. When I knew your weaknesses, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to be hard on you about your weaknesses because you know your strength, your strength's going to grow. Just like your weaknesses can grow. You know that's that that that's one of the things that uh you probably didn't even um realize that going back is like when we took we first met that you know you were you were one of them people man 
you know, your favorite phrase used to always be travel the land. But you yeah. were you you were one of them people, man, that you were uh you always linked up and clicked up with a lot of people to get information, see what they was about, see what their family life was about. So you always was the type of person that even even when I first met you, making a person feel comfortable with conversating with you. Cause you know when you behind the wall, you uh, again yeah, cats got their own stuff going on. They yeah. just want to yeah. get home, try to get bail, or if they're going downstate, they want to hurry up, go downstate, do what they got to do, and hurry up, come home. So a lot of times people aren't as familiar. But in your case, like I said, you 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 had a, a, a skill about you that you knew back then even how to pull out information and be able to conversate with people. So you opened up your own practice in September of 2000. 19. Yeah, September 1st. September 1st. It was it what? was it, it, it was so, a wild factor. So we, so were you you were working at a nine to five job prior to open up your own practice? Yes, I was. I was I was working for um I was working Catholic charity in, in Newark, New Jersey. So Catholic so, charity. So what what was the, the moment where you said I'm gonna start my own practice? You know what it was? <laughs> you know what it was? I I I was just, just one day I was just sitting up in one of them, one of them staff meetings and I'm sitting there just listening to these to, and I started noticing that I'm listening to people that 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 was in charge of me and over me. They had license and certification. Some of them didn't have no license and certification, but they just sitting there talking about start talking about treatment. And I'm just and I just was looking at it like this ain't treatment. You know, you cannot take an individual, Jacob Smith might be both say like everybody getting high from cocaine. But you don't treat you don't treat all of them the same way. Everybody treatment plan got to be individual. Yes, they might mm. be addicted to drug to cocaine, but you got to find out what led him to cocaine, what led her to cocaine. You know, you, you know, because I tell people, it's, 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 it's things that's important. It's your social life, your history in life, and your path in life. You got to understand that everybody has different course of action. And, and and I was just sitting there one day, I was so good, I'm drinking coffee. And it was just one lady, she was a licensed clinical social worker. She just started talking about clients and, and, and everybody trying to talk. And I'm just sitting there looking at us like, none of y'all know this person. All y'all doing is reading a chart. I said, if anybody here actually went to go visit him, oh no, Roger, I don't want to go see him. You know, he's a young boy, he's off of this and that, this and that. And I was like, I never had a problem with him. I said, you know what? I stood up. I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. And I'm literally, I said, I was done. I got up out of meeting. I was walking. They thought I was playing when they came back. I could, because no, every place I worked at, I always had your milk carton crate. So, so whenever things don't go right, don't sing right, and I, I'm packing my stuff in the zone. But, but right boss, then and there, right, right then and there, right then and there, I, I said to myself, I was like, you know what, Robert, you have your, I said, you license in two states. I said, you're bringing people to this agency because when people was coming there, they sent them to see me. Some of the hardest ones they consider the hardest ones came to me. Some of the clients that was in because when you're doing the Catholic charities, I was doing it in community work. A lot of the clients had had some type of diverse um disorder, mental disorder, and someone had some abuse. So 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 on the team, it has four it had four teams. On that team, I was the dual disorder specialist. That meant I handled the mental health and the some abuse. I was the only one on that team that can handle both. I'm the only one on that team that would go up, that would go up in these diverse neighborhoods, which they call, which I call, it just, it just home. It, 
And I just thought about like, you know what? I'm tired of the middleman. Let me go out here on my own and remove the middleman and go to the source and see and see that's when that that's when that 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 that, that, that criminal mind or, or 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 maybe that street environment clicked in. You know how we all do a thing. We're gonna go to the source. Let's get to the middleman. Let me go to the man <laughs> and see. Can I get me a fair price? Whatever you pay charging me, I'm going there. But what happened when I did that? I stepped out on faith. Uh, you know, you know, you know. I, I made do all. I, I thought about it, prayed about it, and then um, my 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 wife I have now. She encouraged me. She always told me. She said, "Why would she said? Why do you want to continue to work there for people that they need you? You don't need them." She was always mm. in my ear. Always in my ear, and I was like, you know what, babe, I'm stepping out. She said, she said, oh, thank you. She woke up. Okay, so when I did it, I ain't gonna lie to you, I do a thing. September 1st, it just skyrocketed. I mean, I, I just be sitting there sometimes now, I'll be looking around, and just be thinking, and like, wow, this is, and, and this is unbelievable. And, you know, and, 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 you know what's yeah. amazing, right, is that, is that I have, and you know, from, from, from our, personal backgrounds, um, you know, we always kind of like always hooked up with, we see somebody that we was down with, yo, what's up, she, yo, you know, and um, when I first seen your card, when you first put your card on Facebook, and I knew what you did for a living, it threw me off, because yeah, I'm like, he licensed, he a licensed clinician, but he got a private practice, because I've never heard of that. I've never heard, and, and maybe because it's more of a, a quiet thing. A lot of people don't say what they do. A lot of people like, you know, because um, even though it's not NAAA, it's a lot of an anonymity into what goes on with one-on-one -on -one counseling. So when I see your card, I'm like, what is the shape doing, man? Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> so I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I looked at your card, and I said, man, this, this is this is big. So September, October, from September to October, you went from having working at a nine to five to stepping out on that faith until October, 30 days later to having full clients. Yes. And, 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 and you know what? I'm still getting them now. Um, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I see, I see, I see, you know what? Like I said, I see like, I, I, I gross. I gross, maybe I should like this. I gross like I do like 60 hours or 60 clients guaranteed per week. That's permanently, not including people that that's not scheduled every week. Not sometimes I got some clients I'm seeing like three days a week. I got one client I'm seeing during this pandemic, I'm seeing them five days a week. And they're gonna talk about the pandemic. You know, during this time frame, during this time frame of this pandemic, sudden abuse is on the rise. It's 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 on the rise because you think about the central stores. Or the or is the liquor stores too? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted. I wanted. I wanted to uh, get into that. Like, yeah, I can imagine with the pandemic how you know your your business is like booming it's, right now. And you know, and also strange about it too. There's so many clinicians in my area. I'm talking about in the area of Essex County, anything like that. But I'm one. I'm one out of. Five and people can people can Google Google my name. You will see that I'm one of five African American blacks in this area. I'm on six insurance panels. I'm, I'm on six insurance panels. I'm a veteran. I can see veterans come out the hospital. 
I do marriage counseling. I do couples counseling. I do um sex therapy. I do um ad, you know adolescence counseling. I do career counseling. That just that just another part of my toolbox that I do is substance abuse. See, people just think that you know as an LCADC or or even as a CADC. One thing the state of New Jersey and across the United States recognize that mental health and substance abuse go hand in hand. Okay. It go hand in hand because you got to think about it. When people using, you got you, you don't know if it was a substance abuse, something that triggered them, the substance abuse, or was it something mental? Because because a lot of times when people start using, just like I said though, they run it. They either they trying to run to something or they run away from something. Think about it, especially you know, especially especially our African American community. We born into trauma. We got mm. we got a, we got a history of trauma. When, when when our ancestors first came up over here, the first time we, the first time our ancestors got separated from the families, trauma. Now trauma was happening because because a lot of people think that when we was out there selling drugs and anything like that, not like these youth was doing. When we was out there doing, we was doing, we was facing trauma. It was either get out there or your family will starve. That was trauma. We know depression. We we have anxiety. We know about bipolar and schizophrenic behaviors. We've been having that for years. So, so Shay, if Avon Avenue ain't break you, nothing else can. <laughs> no, 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 it didn't. And and you know what though? You know, you know what though? I'm gonna be honest with you. Thing. I, you know what? Out of a caseload of a month, I probably got I probably got like maybe a maybe yeah, I probably got like maybe over two hundred some clients that I see over the course of a month. But I'm talking about how many I see five days a week. And majority of them, too, 30% of them is Caucasians. They be calling me, they say, excuse me, you know, don't disrespect. Um, I looked you up, you know, I'm 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 looking for African-American male to reach out to my son. I'm looking for African-American male, you know, because I'm going through addiction and I need to talk to you. I said, okay, I give him, I give him like a free 15-minute consultation because during that consultation, I want to see do I fit you or you fit me. Mm-hmm. And during so, that time frame, yes, and during that time frame, this was a lot of us telling us like, well, you know, Mr. Murphy, um, no, no, no disrespect, you know, I, I need an African-American male because, because when I go to my own people, they look down upon me because, mm. because, because depression, PTSD and everything like that, we don't supposed to go through that. He's like, but don't take it wrong. This he and she, I had a couple of them but your he said say your own uh, culture y'all was born into trauma y'all accept trauma and y'all thrive mm. through trauma i was like wow because you know what i always ask everyone why you contact me and how you contact me because i would like to know i would like to know what drew you to me because, yeah. because i don't think i don't think that and it's so strange you got people that been in the field way longer than me they they was afraid to go open up their private practice because you know why because their safeties in numbers that's one thing they always taught people, even the slaves, their safety numbers. I know a lot of people in private practice, I mean, they're still working for people, want to go private practice, but they're afraid to. I had I couldn't be afraid because I be, I know fear. So I went forward. And and, and I can always say, like they say, you, you could be in your own way. That's what I tell everybody. You could be in your own way. Wow, wow. Like um just to just to reiter reiterate for anybody watching the show. 
Roderick is is a master in human services counseling, licensed clinical, licensed CADC, licensed professional counselor in Pennsylvania and, and New Jersey. Jersey. So that that covers a lot, man. And and, and you know, for the, for those that's watching or maybe listening or we watch the rebroadcast, um, you know, this this as most of us may say, this is the African American journey, the African American story, how the brother is explaining where he came from, what he went through, and how he turned all those negatives into positives. And even though he has a business, this is his way of actually reaching back to the same, the very same community, because he's from North, the very same community that he was doing whatever he was doing in to give back. And, um, Bro, man, I, I I don't even know what to go say next. Like, you know what? Wow. Uh, you, you know what it is though. You, you know what it is. I like. I have a passion for this. Um, I have a passion because I know when I was out there running the street doing what I was doing, I was a thief in the night. Um, I probably I probably hurt more families than than I helped, and 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 it hit my heart. And I was like, wow, this. You know what? It's time for me to stop being part of the problem be part of the solution. I didn't want to work in no bed before clinics, you know, cause I didn't got offered jobs working in these clinics where, you know, they, they don't do treatment. They, 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 they just, they, they just talk treatment. They, I they do it. They do, they do case assessment and that's it. That's about it. You know, <laughs> I worked on, um, um, I worked in, um, um, Institute for Human Development. That's where I really got my first start because it's what, when I went there, the only thing I had before I even started school was my TC certificate. I, you know, I, I was going to be like a, um, like, like, like a counselor's aide. Mm -hmm. This one guy, the director, he came, he called me up in there. He said, I look at your application, Mr. Murphy. And um, you say you want to be a counselor's aide? I said, yeah, I just want to come through and make sure that everybody go to groups, you know, help out with the counselor. He looked at me, he looked at my thing. He's like, he said, I'm going to offer you a primary counselor job. I was like, why? I said, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I didn't I started my CADC classes. I said, I don't have the experience. He's like, yes, you do. He said, when I looked at, he said, when I looked at your life history, you have enough experience. He said, look, I'm going to give you a primary care, primary counselor with a caseload of 30. I'm going to roll you up in school. I was, I'm going to roll you up in school. You know, I was down in Atlantic City. I'm going to roll you back up in the school. I'm going to sign off on your hours and everything. You're going to make a difference. When that man said and believed in me with my jacket, Man, I had man, I had interstate trafficking, hang with known drug offenders, organized crime, employing the juvenile, masterminding. Um, I, I done beat three fed cases. I, I, I'm looking at this man like, really? You want to give a man like me? I, I don't. I, I apply for a, a, a junior counselor. You want to give me a primary counselor? When he believed in me, I know what I told him. I said I'm gonna push it forward, and then I come to find out. He came home, did 10, he did like 10 to 15 years for murder. He went to Lincoln University, got his master's degree. Now he got his PhD. He and I didn't know that. He believed it for me. And and, yeah. and from that forth, I started moving forward. Nothing, nothing, nothing could set me back but myself. So, but myself. so so the so the caseload is rocking with the COVID. So much going on now. And it's like, so you do so you do one-on-one -on -one counseling, family counseling. Marriage counseling, sex addiction. Oh man, 
I mean, so so career so basically, counseling, I do career, career counseling, counseling all, all of the above. I do it. That, that, that's why people look me up. You want to look me up? Want look at my profile? Look me up on Psychology Today. Look for Roderick Murphy on Psychology Today. You'll see everything. And 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 I'm one of the few in this neighborhood that even take people who's on who's on who's on NJ Health, which is Medicaid, and Med Group, which is Medicaid. I'm on six insurance panels. I, I got clients that I'm seeing they in different states. I mean, I got clients that, that live in Atlanta, California. I'm doing Zoom sessions with them because I'm on that panel with the insurance companies, and I and I and I don't hook up with hospitals where where they find my name because because of word of mouth. The same way we was on the street spread word of mouth, it's word of mouth here. My my Lord is so merciful. I I like I said though, it, you know, it's funny about this, right? I just was on a speaking a speaking event Thursday night. Somebody brought me up in. And so we let me, about the same let, thing. Let me let me ask you, um, career wise, what would probably be the pinnacle of like what would probably be like, yo, I made it moment. Have you have you taken that deep breath like I did it, yo? Every day. Every morning when it's time for that first prayer, I bump my head every day. Every day. You know, yo, every day because every day. I have to re reevaluate myself, see that I'm actually woken up. You ever been in a dream and a dream dream so good you think it's real? <laughs> I have to do this every day. And 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 and, and true to public man, I'm going back to school too because I'm going back to school. I'm going back to school to get my, my, my psych PhD because I want to become a clinical psychologist. I want to do a little bit more further. I'm I'm, th I'm thinking about branching off in the different states because now I'm trying to get licensed in different states. Now, now I'm thinking about when, when before the COVID hit. I'm, you know, out there about going, I'm thinking about going to, you know, going to different countries and stuff like that because because addiction, addiction and mental health co-occurring is so widespread. See now everybody talking about a co-occurring. Me, 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 and this guy that I met when I was in Atlantic City, we've been talking about co-occurring mental health and son abuse for years. Now everybody's talking about it, but I've been doing that type of counseling for years. That's what made me go get my license. Because yeah, it's like it's I like the it's like the uh people. it's yes. like the thing where people wanted to always say whether addiction was an addiction or a disease. It was always like that battle. Who what side or what side was winning? And I know that I know from knowing you personally, you don't care about all that. You're just gonna get all the information possible. You're gonna follow who need to follow. Brings me up to I was thinking about one of the experiences uh you know that I had when I went back. And you did come to Northern State while I was there, and you came there. You came there with Doctor Delion, man. And 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 honestly, you know, I, I was the head of the house at the time, and yeah, I was like, like yeah, you was. <laughs> yeah, you and was. I was, and I and I was shocked. I said. What are you doing here? Yo, like, what are you doing here with these people? And you walked in there right by Dr. Right with Dr. DeLeon, man. And um, for those that's listening, Dr. DeLeon is famous for uh his book, The Therapeutic Community. He's been uh, a clinician and in, in, into this field for for decades. Uh forefront runner. Forefront yeah, runner. He yeah, created the TC program book. Yeah, he's like the man. And and this brother came walking in with him, and I know. I know you was on him like white on rice that day. Like <laughs> so that hey, that that really messed me up, man, seeing you walk in with Dr. But w. you know what it was man. though? But you know what it was though? He went to several programs and he requested that I go with him. Wow. And it was people there before me. 
he requested and then during and during that time frame, I, I think, I think, I think I didn't even have my CATC yet, or I was training for my CAT. I, I, I was about to take the test. It was one or the other. I wasn't certified, no. I could I don't think I was even certified then. But the knowledge that I had, and I, I was and I was absorbing it. You know, he, he gave me the book. I, I read that book back in front. I sat back and I stood and I observed. I did the, you know what I did? I utilized the same thing that kept me alive on them streets to move me forward in my in my future. Wow. Wow, man. I mean, like I said, man, I just this this is definitely an honor. You know, you must you must have, man. And it's like, you know, just to, to think about like when we met to now, it's like it's a pleasure, man. It's like <laughs> most most guys, you know, uh, think that a lot of and you know that we always fight the recidivism aspect of going in them spots, but it's a lot of us like yourself that uh that sometimes you just know, just clicking your head when enough's enough, and uh you know to see what you're doing now is is, is great, man. It's the community. Definitely, the Estes County area needs somebody like you, and I know you, and I know you working hard. Your wife and your family, I know they telling you like, "Yo, could you get a real schedule? We we need some of your time because the way you are, I know you stay busy." Like, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, you, you know what? You you, you talked about that balance because 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 even in counseling, it can become addiction for me too because you want to help so much. It, it, it's a passion for me. But but you gotta know that you gotta know when to slow down. Your body got strikes for you. That just that just like on weekends, I shut down shop because I got six sons: 25, 24, 23, 22, 16, and 17. My four 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 of them is in college. One of them is about to go to military. Then I got my two younger sons. Then I have then I have my wife. I had to learn how to spend time and to balance it out. That that's what re-energized me. Is that balance? So, 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 so I don't get so far ahead where I'm neglecting those that I love and those that was my support and those that really need me the most. And that's what addiction do. It takes you away from all that. So I have to look at that. What I do in life as addiction too. I got to know when to slow down. You know, okay, I have to work all the time. You know, that's just like it's like I open up at six. Oh no, I open up at eight, and and the latest. The latest my client might be on some days is at probably like seven, seven o'clock. I'm done. Shop closed. Not only and then I'm always answering calls on my phone and email because because I remember when a couple of nights when I'm laying up in the spot, stressing, smoking, thinking about man, where's my life going here? So so I put myself in them shoes, but at the same token, I still gotta know how to balance it out. And when you said that part about knowing when to balance it out. I have to, I keep that in my mind. I have to balance myself out. I have to balance myself. That just when, you know, me, you setting everything up. And I put prepared for you, you know, you know, I, you know <laughs> me and my old lady was doing this. I make sure I talk, I talk to my other four sons that's older, you, you know, then I'll talk to my two young ones, you know, and, and because I have to be an example. Because, it, because it, you know, even my mom's told me, my mom, me and my mom's talk every day and every night. I told my mom at 6.30. For 30, she gets an hour, totally. She, I serve my Lord, give me his rights, talk to my mom. I got like a schedule, you know, and all my clients that I see, I got a schedule. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I just don't do these 
spare the money. You know how he's out there street just yeah. getting anything coming. No, 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 no. I, no, 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 no. I got bankers hours. You might as well say I have everything set up. And and the reason I did it up because I have like little breaks where I have to sit back and regenerate. And that and with that being said, is that the, the, the more I gain, the more I grow mentally, mostly, physically, financially, I thank my Lord. Because and 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 I and, and I thank the people that I that I came along with because just like just like our Lord said, you ain't thank me, you ain't thank the people, you ain't thank your Lord. And 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 that's a true statement because 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 even you as do I think you you made an impact on me. The brother side that I named my my name my my, my my fifth son behind, he influenced me. I know you know people that I walked through the field like Dr. DeLeon, he influenced me. A lot of people influenced me because I had to sit back and open my eyes and say, you know what? Let me stop talking and start listening. That's right. Let, let, let me listen to hear instead of listen to respond. And when I did that, things just start opening up for me. You know, you know, Abdul then I man, right about now, right about it's funny when you call me. I I got so much opportunities, and I thank my Lord first that's coming to me now. Some sometimes I have to sit back and make it's the car to see if I'm ready, if I'm ready for it. <laughs> and, 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 and and you can see I'm smiling because. This is a dream. Me having my own private practice, me looking at me when I'm going to my office and I'm turning the key and I'm going up in there and, and while I'm located, I'm located in a nice prestigious area. Yeah. Nice to see that. And I come up in there and I open up my door. And be, I'm just sitting there like looking around my office like, wow. And, and you can take a look at my office too because I, I, I got it on Facebook, it's on Psychology Today. I got a picture of it. You know, I'm up, up on LinkedIn. You know, I I I I, I market myself and my grad school um, presenter, the one who spoke at our graduation, she was a she was a no African American. I forgot her name. She was an inspired speaker. She said, "Market your brand. You are your brand," and that clicks in my head too because everybody I come in contact with, I thank them. I thank them. You know, so I'm to my for the good and the bad. You could you could definitely um. Let let the audience know how would they be able to get in touch with you if they need any assistance with counseling, one-on-one -on -one counseling, marriage counseling, sex abuse counseling, uh, gambling addiction, drug addiction. He he does it all. Uh, he's licensed in the state of New Jersey. He does one-on-one -on -one counseling and, and certified counselor in Pennsylvania as well as New Jersey. So let the audience know how would they be able to get in touch with you. Okay, okay. All they got to do, okay, like I said, I'm on Psychology Today. You can look up Murphy Counseling and Consultant LLC. Murphy Counseling and Consultant LLC. You can look me up on Facebook, up under Murphy Counseling and Consultant LLC. My phone, my phone number is 973-755-9295. You can and I'll be honest, you can you can you can and my and my email. This this is my this is this is and it's funny, this is my school alma model and 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 I had that before I went to Lincoln University. It's called just like it sounds, trust the process, the number zero, the number eight at yahoo.com. That's my model. Trust the process. Trust the process and the process will trust you. Once again, trust the process, the number zero, the number eight, at yahoo.com. You can you can email me, you can call me, I will respond. Just give me a minute, I will respond. 
You know, so like I said, the body have rights over me, the family have rights over me. But I will get to you. And and what they about me too, if I can't, if I if I feel that I can't help you, I will try to direct you and one of my one of my peers that can help you. Listen, uh, stay on the line, but uh, listen, man, I appreciate you, bro, and I appreciate you coming coming on and spending some time with us, man. And uh, we definitely gonna have you on again, man. When it's, yeah, I will come back again. Yeah, I, 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 I will come back again. <laughs> we we definitely gonna have you on again and uh, shake. I appreciate everything, man, and you know. You know, travel as you always said, travel, travel land. land and see the ways that came before you. <laughs> travel land. And that's travel a true land. statement. And I'm Listen, still traveling. Anybody that's watching Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope, we appreciate you guys. You guys have a blessed night and take care. Stay on the line, Shake. Okay.